No one likes to feel stuck, especially by your cloud. But the IBM cloud is the most open and secure public cloud for business. It can manage all your apps and data anywhere. Smart loves problems. IBM, let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash flexible. This is The Sporting Life on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Here's Jeremy Schaap. This week, we're joined by one of the great college football players of his or any era, now working here at ESPN, just starting here in Bristol. It's a pleasure to welcome to the show again, Ryan Leaf. Ryan, thank you for being with us. You bet, Jeremy. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you now as a colleague. I mean, you know, we've we've done stories about you. Uh, Tom Rinaldi reported that terrific show produced by John Minton a couple of years ago about your whole journey growing up, college success, frustrations in the NFL, turning your life around, uh, the way that you inspire people now with your messages. Um, and now you're a member of the media here at ESPN. Um, what are you going to be doing here? Well, I'm going to be covering college football as both a studio and, and game analyst. So my first game is going to be Tennessee, Georgia State. Uh, it's ironic that they placed me there in, in Peyton stomping <laughs> ground uh, for my first game. For uh, those of you who don't remember Peyton, the number one overall. There was a guy pick. named Peyton Manning. Yes, the guy named a guy named Peyton Manning. Uh, he was the number one overall pick. Ryan was the number two overall pick back in 1998. Yeah, and uh, and so I'm going to be doing that, and I'm going to be doing some, uh, uh, you know, really really revolving around the college football um, aspect of things, which I I think fits. It's what I watch the most of. It's what I prepare for. It's what I love the most. So it, it fits pretty good with what I'm with what I'm doing here at ESPN. We're speaking again with Ryan Leaf. Uh, you live in L.A., though. Um, so are you going to be focused mostly on stuff west of the Mississippi? No. I, you know, they want me to get outside my comfort zone. So, like, my first two games I'm calling are actually, uh, like I said, the Tennessee game. And then week three, I'm at Texas A&M. So and after that, you probably don't know it. We don't point. know yet. So, okay. um, but, I, but I suspect, and what, my, what my, my bosses have told me is that you know, they want me to be uh, someone who can speak to college football on a national level, but love the fact that I have the Pac-12 ties. Now, you know, as a guy who played, uh, you know, as well as you can play at the college level and who was in the NFL, what kind of perspective are you hoping to bring as a commentator? Well, as an analyst in the studio, I'm, I'm going to be, you know, a guy that, that uh, you know, has an opinion about what he's seeing. Um, but I think I'm going to be the guy in the booth that is is kind of like maybe your uh, your uncle or your dad sitting on the couch watching football. I think I'm probably going to spout out a couple like I can't believe he dropped it, you know, type of mentalities. Or need he more it. of that. That's yeah. great. That's I I envision that's what um, my dad and I grew up that way. My dad would be kind of like my play by play guy. We'd sit and watch college football. He'd go, you know, he'd go Ryan's third third and five here, and and then I would comment about things or and that's how I want to go into it and Clay Matvick is my play-by-play uh guy and partner and he's been he's he's been doing this here for almost 14 years and he's mm. a he's a real pro so he kind of gets stuck with the new guy every year and I don't know how well he he appreciates that but it, I think it's a real compliment to him that 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 when the new guy comes on even if things go bad he's he's he can he can write the ship we're speaking with Ryan Leaf, who was a great quarterback at Washington State in the mid-1990s. He is now working here at ESPN as a college football studio analyst, a game commentator. Um, and a lot of people know your story um, and the work that you've been doing in the last several years, dealing with people who have challenges in their life, uh, addiction issues, and so forth. 
what are you doing now in that space? Well, it's it, it, it continues. It's the foundation of who I am, right? I mean, if I the difference is a lot of times when people go into that kind of field, it, it they're identified as that as well. But I had a lot of goals and dreams that I wanted to do, and college football was a big part of it. And um, so when I was able to 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 set that foundation firmly, I was able to kind of map out what my goals wanted to be. My wife and I talked about it, and and this was one of them. So I shadowed. Um, Joe Klatt, I shadowed Kirk Herbstreet, Greg McElroy, Brady Quinn, guys that I really respected. And I wanted to see if I could, A, do this well and, and, and B, if I wanted to do it. And so I did that for about a year and, and got an opportunity to call some games and do some studio work last year. And, you know, sure enough, uh, ESPN came a calling in, in January and it's been a, it's been a wonderful process. Really looking forward to the opportunities. But, what you talked about, what I get to do in terms of being of service to others is is the basis and the foundation of, of, of who I am and will continue to be. Um, you said you, you sought out some uh, expertise from people who've been doing it for a long time. What was the mess, the best message you got about doing this job? Um, you know, enjoy it. Um, and it's something that you have been doing your whole life. You've forgotten more football than some people know and remember that. And, uh, um, you know, Kirk was probably the best. He was just like, you know, leave, check your ego at the door. Everybody who works on these um, broadcasts are so much more important than you. You just happen to get a lot of the, <laughs> and that's kind of what being a quarterback is, right? I mean, coach used to talk to me about how uh, we're going to get all the credit and all the blame when things go bad, but that's not the truth, right? The truth is this team is what will make you. And and they were right. That 97 team was loaded with, with absolute great talent. I got a lot of the exposure. So did Mike Price as the head coach. Um, but I'll be uh, going into the Hall of Fame here in a couple weeks, and it's going to be a celebration uh, of that football team. That's it's great. not going to be about me. I was hesitant even when I got the call because I had, told you and I've told a lot of people that I'm not going to make this about me anymore. And, you know, my mentors kind of got me saddled up the right way and said, Ryan, you know, if you haven't had the life the last few years, they wouldn't have been calling to induct you anyway. So um, that's going to be a celebration of that 97 team here in a couple of weeks. You know, uh, in the last few years, it would be hard not to see that um, if you're doing this job, Tony Romo became so instantly successful. He became, I mean, maybe it was too much, but everybody talked about how Romo just got it and the things he was doing in the booth. And he was an instant star as uh, a color guy calling uh, the NFL. Is, is there anybody you grew up listening to? I mean, obviously you were listening to Keith Jackson doing play by play, doing all the stuff in the pack 12, uh, pack 10 back then. Was there, were there commentators who really captured it for you? Brent Musburger. For me, was, big personality. Yeah, big personality. You know, and Montana and is a Montana guy. All right, of so I, I should have seen that coming. Um, Dick Vermeil uh, called my my really first, you know, second start in college football when we played at Colorado. It was Brent and it was Dick Vermeil calling the game, and I thought that was pretty Not interesting. Um, what what Tony Romo does, um, he just chose to do something different. Phil Sims could have done what Tony Romo's doing. He sees the football field the same way as quarterbacks. Any quarterbacks really see the football field the same way. The difference was is that Tony went outside the box a little bit. And at first, if you know, if Jim Nance hadn't given him like the blessing and told everybody else, because he was really stepping on Jim's yeah. uh, words early on. You know, when when Jim's trying to 
set everything up and talk about what the play is and setting things up for the listener, Tony was jumping in. And at first, some people kind of were like, you know, this isn't how it's gone. This is new. And then don't some, step on Nance. Right. right. And when Nance kind of said, hey, no, I want to I want to hear this stuff. Um, Tony had free reign. And, and then it really kind of came to fruition in an AFC championship game with Kansas City and New England and his ability to to see what was coming and also be accurate with what he was saying um, pre-snap. And we just necessarily haven't seen that as much in the play-by-play and commentating side of things. And I think it's, I think you can see a lot more individuals ask their play-by-play guy, Hey, you know, is this, if you see, if I see something here, are you okay with me jumping in? And if they have a good relationship with that, I I think you'll see a lot more of that. Speaking with Ryan Leaf. uh, And I got to tell you, Ryan, it's weird. It seems like everything I do these days is about Washington state, which is, you know, (laughs) it's an important school, but I'm doing a Drew Bledsoe thing. I did a Mike Leach thing. We've talked in the past. You're working here now. Um, I spent a lot of time with Mike Leach over the course of about six or seven months. Uh, what about your Cougars? What about your Cougars this year? I think they're pretty special. You know, I think they're going to be a much improved football team even from a year ago where they won a school record 11 games. The difference is th- their road schedule is just absolutely brutal this year. I mean, they have to go to Houston on a Friday the 13th early in the year, Arizona State, Two Utah, yeah, <laughs> at Utah. At Cal, at Oregon, at Washington. Oh, that's tough. So, and he still hasn't beaten Washington, right? No, it's it's a problem. No, I, it's, it's a problem. I, I, I didn't it's a problem. To, you know. Mike Leach and I have. We're gonna we're gonna have it out at some point over that. <laughs> I, I as long as I can be there and roll on it. Yeah. please just wait for me. Um, I would love to see that. You know, the cool things about being a Cougar is it, it is it's it's pretty special. You feel. I mean, it's it's pretty crazy what you decide when you're 18 years old in this country. It's nowhere else in, in the world where you make a decision at 18 who you're going to be the rest of your life. Like, I'm I'm going to be a cougar the rest of my life. And you talked about some great ones. Drew Bledsoe, I'm sure you probably dived into his, his wineries and things uh, like that. Literally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It yeah. was it was pleasurable. Yeah. yeah. he uh, He's done very good for himself <laughs> in that transition from the NFL where a lot of people struggle. He had a plan in place. I've talked to him about it. He's a smart guy. Yeah. he's a, Well, he was raised really well. His father, Mac, and, and his and his mom there. and. Um, I was in Kalispell recently to see them. Yeah, yeah right, there, right, right there, right there, uh, where they have Your a summer place. Yeah, yeah. So his, his son's at Washington State. I'll see him a bunch. Um, uh, we just did a quarterback event back in April. Um, it's always great to see him and he loves Mike Price too. Yeah. You guys have that in common. Well, I got to tell you, Ryan, it's great to have you here in studio. It's great to have you here in the building on campus, working for ESPN. Your story is so inspirational to so many. It's always great talking to you. Uh, good luck through the season, and uh, maybe Dan Zacheski, our producer, can uh, wrangle you again for another segment. Yeah, we'll do it anytime year. you want. Thanks, Jeremy. Thanks, Ryan.